right, welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Thursday, December 16th, and this is episode 134 of the Pineapple Couch. Uh, We're going to be talking about episodes 4 and 5 of the show Hawkeye today. No Spider-Man spoilers. We haven't seen it yet. It obviously comes out at like midnight tonight, maybe earlier, depending on what time the theater is showing it. No Spider-Man spoilers in this podcast, folks. I promise you that because we have not seen it. And we're going to be doing a pod early next week, this weekend. As soon as we both see it and have time, we're going to be breaking all that down. So look forward to that. Um, And yeah, and I've said we like 10 times. And by we, I mean me and Peter Gonzalez. So Peter, uh, end of the ramble. How are you? I always look forward to the rambles. They always have so much information. Yeah, I have no idea where they're ever going. It's like that's part of the that's part of the journey, you know. We can figure out what's going to happen. Yeah, it's truly the Michael Scott um, when the office. He's like, sometimes I start sentences and I just don't know where it's going to go. I've never seen the office, so I can't really validate that claim. Oh my gosh, Peter. That's that's another podcast. It's another podcast. It's another podcast. You should watch it, though. Um, Okay. Hawkeye, episode four and five. We did a pod about a week or so ago about the first half of the season. So now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about these last two episodes, some things that stood out to us, and mainly do what we love to do. And we're going to just theorize on what we think is going to happen with this show. So, Peter, I will give you the first... um, the the first point you want to make, what stood out to you in these episodes, whether it be a, a storyline, a character, um, well, what do you got for us? Um, what stood out for me and surprised me um, was the Rolex storyline, you know, mm, with we Laura Colton asked about the Rolex. And because that offers some implications for, ex- again, further expanding the MCU universe of what's going on here, because I think we've talked about it in several episodes before where the casting is never wasted. So, I mean, the fact that they have Linda Cardellini in this role as Laura, Hawkeye's wife. She's was, famous. You know, hmm? Is she really famous? Yes, she's very famous. She was oh, um, in, like lots of 90s things. She was Velma mm-hmm. in the live action Scooby-Doo movies. Um, wow, that's not another podcast. But yeah, so oh, she is gosh, very... Oh just didn't see The Office. And now that... I've, okay, okay. But you know, keep but going, keep going. I have to get in the digs when I can, because I don't get the... You get massive ones, and I get just little <laughs> glimmers of things that he hasn't seen. Where it's yeah. just like, oh, Peter hasn't seen The Office. Anyways, so she's a very talented actress. And so you have her now in this role, and this is alluding to there may be more to Laura Barton. Mm-hmm. I, and I, like, I love that you brought this up. Let's dive into that. So one of the prevailing theories online is... Laura Barton may be Mockingbird. So Mockingbird, similar to Hawkeye, Black Widow is how I would think about it. It's like an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., not the show, but like someone who's essentially like a hitman, for lack of a better word, like a hired gun for S.H.I.E.L.D. And so that's what Mockingbird um, is in the comics. She's also in a relationship with Hawkeye. I am missing some stuff. I know that. I'm pretty sure Mockingbird is bad at one point. But for the purpose of this... What I think they are setting up, Peter, is that Mockingbird was Laura Barton, and she had a different name and then changed it when she retired to Laura Barton so she could live in a secluded area and retire. And what you just brought up is like the watch. And so what what were they saying about the watch? It was like he wanted it was somebody who was out of the game that he needed to protect, right? 
Correct. And so, and the fact that it was found when Kate finds it is with this notepad that's got all these notes on Clint's family further mm-hmm. solidifies that theory. And I think what else adds credibility is the fact that in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, they had the character of Mockingbird in there. But since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon, you can now mm-hmm. have this character again. And in a sense, does this mean this character is going to have more to do after Hawkeye, which we'll talk about what's to come after Hawkeye, but it'll be interesting that they're building this out a little bit more than just yeah, what we thought the show point. was about. That's a very good point. I do think that um the like the phone call where she um she clearly like Hawkeye trusts her to a point like, hey, get me this information. And then she's like fluent in a couple different languages, it seems. It just seems like they've planted little like details and seeds all around for like there's there's got to be some sort of relation of this watch to her because I, if you think about it, Peter, who is out of the game that he needs to protect that would, like, I can't even think of it. Like, Tony Stark's dead. Like, I, who would it be? Bruce Bay? Like, no, it's, I think it's clearly some sort of connection to her. And, I mean, we'll talk about this, but great point of will they use her more in the future? Because, I, I don't know, but why would they be setting all this up if they weren't? Especially and that's if we're just... going to rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D. in a sense, or rebuild some form of S.H.I.E.L.D. going forward, where, you, I mean, because you do have um, Kobe Smutters returning as Maria Hill in mm-hmm. one of the, either Armor Wars or, I think it's Armor uh, Wars. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, thank you. So I think if you are starting to lay this groundwork, and, you, and we've seen these shows have little reper- little things that seem insignificant in the broader MCU just fully take root and have a much more integral role. So, mm-hmm. so I yeah. think it'll be interesting to see what the finale nails. And I think there is a connection to um, Uncle that is related to Laura as well. Interesting. We'll get to that at the end of this pod when we do our predictions. The next thing I wanted to bring up, you bring up Uncle. Let's get to the kingpin of all. We we finally see kingpin. Uh, we saw him through a, a a photo on a phone. A weird way to finally show us kingpin. But it's Vincent D'Onofrio. He is the big guy that um. Well, that's kind of funny because he is big guy, but he's like the head honcho that Hawkeye kind of seems to have been avoiding this whole time and didn't want to have to deal with. But we see that he is tied to Eleanor Bishop. Eleanor Bishop hires Yelena Belova to take out Hawkeye. And so you got to believe that there's some sort of involvement of the Kingpin in that. I think it's super exciting that we are seeing Kingpin. What a treat. What a great character to bring into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, And it looks like, Peter, they're setting up with Kingpin. Him to maybe... I have two questions. So... What are we going to get out of how much Kingpin do we think we'll get in this finale? And then the part B of that question is it really just going to mainly then kind of just set him up for the Echo series? Or are we going to get a lot of Kingpin in this finale, Peter? That's what I want to know. That's a great question. Part of me does feel like it's going to lead to the setting up for the Echo series. I think the that's fact the, that like definitely, but how much can we get? How much can we get of Kingpin? Don't just tease us with him. Like, imagine if that's the only shot we got of Kingpin. No, I think we'll get show. more. I think we'll get more. I think we would but. just because we have to. But also, there's no... 
this is the one show that I guess we could have started with this, but I feel like this show, it's like, how are we at episode six already? When it yeah. feels like there is a hell of a lot more story left to tell so than much. the other shows didn't have. This one is similar to WandaVision where I didn't want this ride to end. Like, I want to keep going. I want to find out mm. what happens. And never in a million years would I have thought that a Hawkeye series would have me glued with this much wanting to know. Like, I need to know. I need to know. There's like, is there going to be a season two? Like, what's like, where do these characters go? We have only one episode left to balance yeah. out Kingpin, Echo, Yelena, Kate, Clint, Laura. I mean, yeah, so let, I mean, let's go I mean, through it. Let's let's go through it. Like where we like let's. So, let's start with the big gun, Hawkeye. We'll both. I'm gonna give us questions, and we'll both have to answer them, and we'll see how our predictions go in a week okay. or so. Hawkeye, does he retire at the end of this? Not Jeremy Renner, obviously, but like, does he retire from the mantle of Hawkeye at the end of the season and pass it on to Kate Bishop? Or do we get, like you mentioned, maybe a season two where we still have more Clint Barton and possibly Laura Barton? I'm going to go with he does not retire because I think Same. that's part of the whole appeal of him. He's like, he's wanted to like retire. He's wanted to do that, but he keeps getting dragged back in. And I think especially having Yelena and Kate around, he can't really do that anymore. His mm -hmm. family's basically going to be compromised by the end of the show. So it's like, I think it forces him to really lead in, lean into start continuing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I'm with you on that 100%. Let's talk about Yelena. Is the climax of this show going to be Clint versus Yelena? And is that going to maybe, is, are we going to get, I guess, for a better way to ask this is, is the issue with Yelena going to be resolved early on in the episode? And are they going to work together? Or is that going to be the big conflict of this show? And then he finally, like, re she realizes that he didn't kill her. I frankly would be disappointed if Yelena ended up being the big bad. Because we'll get to you, Eleanor Bishop, Kingpin. They seem like the big bad. So I, I just rambled a lot. But what do you think of, like, is that going to be the climax? Or is that going to happen earlier in this 59 minute episode i think it will be earlier i think the way this that we've ever we've been introduced to elena in the hawkeye series has been frameworked through a way of um a sympathetic character we saw someone who got blipped and then re-blipped back cool. like we'd never seen that before so to see it done that way and to see the loss and where she's coming from i think it's going to get to the point where because she did tell kate that you know don't get in my way basically but I think what's going to happen is she's going to get to the point early on to try to, like, take Clint out. And Kate will be the one to sort of bring it back, get some sense of reality into her. And that's going to take care of it. I don't think she's the big bad. I don't think we necessarily need to see a full long term her be doing the assassin thing, her doing the working with Val thing. I think she I think it's ready for her to kind of start the hero journey more or less. Mm -hmm. And I think having someone like Kate there, who's like totally inexperienced, and and frankly, their dynamic was just so good. It was really the good. Scene with the macaroni and cheese was like, yeah, it was like they reminded me of one of the highlights of Black Widow. That was which was was Elena. Like, so I think it's going to get taken care of quickly. And I don't think she's the big bad. I don't think you can. I think we were meant to believe it might have been the big bad, but I don't think so. Okay, I really hope so because 
we all know. I think why it can't be that she can't be the big bad is because we all know Clint didn't kill Nat. It's like we all know that. So it's like even like I, I like Yelena. She's an unbelievable character. But I find myself when I'm watching this and she's attacking him, like saying to the TV, like, yo, he didn't kill your sister. Like, what are you doing? Like, literally is her best friend. Like, can someone tell her this? Like, so I, that would be disappointing if that's like the the end of the show is like, finally, someone told her, like, because I don't know. That's just me. Let's well, go on to that the, note, though. Yeah. Two points to that. One being the fight scenes in this show are above and beyond Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, like, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke. The, what we're able to do here is like this is like top level Marvel in it. But also, and also, I just really want to make sure. Like, I voiced this opinion so much. I don't want the realization like he didn't kill her. I want it to be grounded. I want it to be authentic. I don't want the Batman versus Superman stop from killing you because of a lame thing. It needs to be good. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that'll be. Maybe the biggest part of the series, if they land that. Um, let's go to the the another thing here, Peter, is Eleanor Bishop. We'll start with her before we go to Kingpin. Um, I believe, eh, we can talk about both of them in this, why not? It's our podcast. I believe that Eleanor Bishop is the big bad of this show. With Kingpin helping her out, maybe like a, a Loki Thanos type situation, not as big as that, but you know what I'm saying, where Eleanor Bishop is the big bad of this show. And then you have Kingpin as the figurehead kind of behind her, which we'll, we'll go move into in echo. I kind of think that might be the way they go. What do you think of that? I agree. I mean, the second she came onto the screen, I was like, this is a villain. This is, Oh, what's re- what's her name in the comics? You keep seeing that, like the Madam Mask. Yeah, yeah. It's like so, you don't have a, a, a again the the talent that they hire for these roles. It tells you a lot already without telling you. So I mean, you've got someone of that caliber. Unless you're someone you, like me who has no idea who any of these people. This are. is why we do this podcast together. Yeah. <laughs> I have all this knowledge that he doesn't have, and he's got the knowledge that I don't have. It's a great partnership, folks. <laughs> But basically, you don't. The character is just a villain. The fact that um, her fiance gets arrested, you know, at the top of episode five because she believed Kate and was like, I okay, it's like, of course, Jack's the red herring. Of course, it's, he's the one getting the blame of everything. It's working out perfectly. And it's like, she's setting all these things up and she is the big bad. I think it's perfect because, again, it really will force. Kate to like become a hero to try to stop mm-hmm. her mother which is like you know it'll be a big emotional situation hmm. okay so follow me with this if Eleanor is the big bad Peter how does a like a final conflict happen with her is she I mean I wouldn't be shocked if she's like super badass and like kind of like Kate and can like fend for herself but do we think that it's going to come down to like a, a fist fight of some sort between Kate and her mom I don't think that she can have like a bunch of goons is that what it's going to be because I don't think Echo's going to help her you see what I mean like how would that happen is it just the bunch of goons thing and or maybe things in because as you're saying this one thing I think is that she's just going to get like arrested 
and that yeah. gets taken away or whatever, and Kingpin easily, like, or, or, whatever that word is, like, takes her, all her stuff, and adds it to his roster of situations is kind of how I feel like could happen, and then she's kind of just left. Because I, I could, don't, ooh, I don't know, I mean, ooh. what? To, yes. I could see she her getting arrested, great point, much better call than my call of them maybe getting into a fist fight. The arrest, the arrest thing is a better call. I can see it like her getting arrested, and then it like pans to the driver, and it's like one of Kingpin's dudes, and she's like actually not like getting arrested. And, like I like that. I think that that would be cool. Um, I guess he, let me hit you with this question: Is there like because it this could potentially happen? I don't think it's going to, but like Echo, Hawkeye. Kate Bishop and Yelena, like if they all reconcile in the earlier part of this episode and they are a team, like how the fuck is anyone going to stop them? Like, do you think, I guess with uh, this question goes mainly for echo Peter. Do we think there's going to be reconciliation between her and Clint that maybe moves her to help him in this? Or is it we're, we're running before we can walk or am I running before we can walk? So here's a here's a controversial take. I think there are places in the show because if there's so much going on that the Echo storyline has suffered and fallen by the wayside, especially in episode five. Like I feel like it was such like a kind of like an afterthought. So I almost yeah. feel like it's gonna be either A, she does something to help him and like leaves to go after Kingpin or something, but I don't mm-hmm. think she would be part of the final like team up squad. I think Good it's point. more of a Clint, Clint, Elena, Kate, and um, the Larper firefighter dude. I I wish I could say his name Riggs. No. Yes, maybe. maybe. <clears throat> maybe but also, like we that. have yet to see the costumes. The costumes are coming in the next episode. God, it's gonna be so funny to see Hawkeye in a purple costume because you know he's gonna hate it. Um, so Echo, I'm with you on that Echo. It seems like how they could resolve the Echo thing is like, maybe she doesn't even ever see Clint again. She just, maybe she takes out her friend mm-hmm. who like was like, why weren't, cause she was like, why weren't you there the night my dad got killed? Like you were the number two. Maybe she figures out that he had something to do with it and kills him. And then we see her, like you said, go on to like her hunt for Kingpin or something in the Echo show. And I think totally the fact that we've gotten such a concise, compact hero journey, villain to hero situation for her, I think has been good. They've done that really well of making us empathize with this person, see them, oh, they're a villain, but oh, no, wait, they've actually been fighting for the wrong thing. Now we have more mm-hmm. time to follow them into their series. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's how she will go. Let's, I mean, we've been mentioning him over and over again, but let's make some, like, I guess, put down some official thoughts of kingpin's role in this final episode i'm not going to do my pre-ramble i'm just going to let you do the pre-ramble <laughs> what do you think of kingpin what, what are we getting here's the thing i want i don't know because there's part of me that like wants uh wants a you know agatha type thing where you see how he was kind of moving pieces around for this whole situation part of me doesn't want that part of me is like i want to see I want it to be more of a setup for him. I don't think that he 
we had, I think if it had been revealed earlier than episode five, it might have been a little more. No, you're saying we just don't have enough time to like really tell his story properly. Or for his story to have the necessary impact that it needs, that it would have on the. Yeah, but I think that's a good point. To that point, though, he th- th- he does Hawkeye early on in the show talks about how he does this bad thing coming that he doesn't want to get to that point, which he tells Kate is Kingpin. So, do we get cl- them fighting him and he gets away type vibe at the end of the show? And they, but it's like this show has to end with Clint getting home for Christmas. That's the one thing we know is has to happen. So, mm-hmm. in between all of that, where do you put in the Kingpin of it? And is or is it just what you said? You know that his goon takes the mom and drives away. That's what I'm leaning towards. Or it's like maybe him after it all goes south for uh, Eleanor, like watching from some building above, and you see him looking through a window. Like I don't know. I I just don't think we're getting action like Kingpin, which is I'm excited to see that in the MCU. I just like I. I'd be stunned at this point if we had like Kingpin versus Hawkeye. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think. I think if anything, he sets up, he sells out Eleanor Bishop mm-hmm. to take what's hers, and that's, that that makes establishes sense. him as a bigger bad. In if we're interconnecting Hawkeye mm-hmm. with Echo and. Well, well, what about Jack? Are we both on the same page? I'm on the page if he's just a lovable idiot. I I don't think he's really corrupt. Like, he may be involved in stuff, but I don't think he's a bad dude. Um, and my question to you is, could this be maybe setting up him to become some sort of, like, hero in the MCU, the swordsman, who his character was in the com- comics? Like, this guy who's, he's clearly got skills with the sword, like, could we be seeing more of him, or am I just being too hopeful? That is a great point that I have thought about because, but here's the here's the thing though: it's like for people like you and I, and the people that generally are so stoked for these things, more heroes, awesome. Yeah. For the more casual watcher of just MCU, like let me enjoy entertainment, it could get a lot. Like we keep if we keep having more heroes and more players in this. So I don't know if they necessarily would go the route of adding him in, or if we do, or if we have like a similar to Eternals post credit scene where he's kind of like taking those steps towards becoming a hero. But I, you know, is there a chance? I, I would. I don't think there's a big chance of this because I think if Kate's mom's arrested, she will spend Christmas with Yelena and Clint. Is there a chance that she that Jack joins? Or I don't think there's room enough at the table for Jack. Oh, I would on. not. Put, He's I would, a good Jack guy. Jack is my least likely. I would put Lucky over Jack joining. Well, Lucky's for sure. He's number one. He's got to get that yard. <laughs> uh, oh. What uh, hit me? What else do we got? Who? Should, well, Kate. Who should... Oh yeah. The so kind, kind she, of important. She, Young Avengers. I mean, she's obviously going to be a huge deal going forward in the MCU. And I think the reason I skipped over her was just because. We, I'm, I think I'm the most confident out of what she will do than any other. Because there's a lot of routes that other, some of the characters could go. Her, I just feel like it's young Avengers, Avengers, like in a partnership maybe with Yelena of some sort. What do you think? Yes. Or do we get West Coast Avengers? Does Clint and the fam head out west? 
and Kate meet up with my boy Scott Lang. We get that situation happening. You That's know, I, interesting. I don't know about the West Coast Avengers because I I like the concept of it, but it's also in a way to me it's kind of like they have Quinjets. <laughs> Like they can get there, but like, if you but if anyone's noticed, they don't deal with everything that goes on in the world. They, they they're just like yeah. wherever they are, that's where they deal with it. Which is you know, it's an, it's an issue of logistics, but not of storytelling. Mm-hmm. That that would so, be interesting. Because I think because we also have to figure yeah. out like where does Clint go from here? Like I don't I don't think why not the I, farm? <laughs> it's good for the dog. I don't think that that I don't think that that's because I don't think he's done. I don't think I don't think that because we've lost. I don't think the world is ready for them to start adding losing more and more heavy hitters. As a if Clint was going to retire, I don't understand the point of the watch and his wife. Yeah, that's fully keeping him around. Yeah, which is that that's something that's really cool. I also this just popped into my head um, about a cool moment would be is. um so Yelena is going to learn somehow, hopefully, like Hawkeye didn't kill Nat and how great of friends they were. It would be a touching moment. Look at me getting all emotional. At uh, Christmas, if Yelena meets Hawkeye's kid, who's named Nate, who's named after her. And I think it, she'll finally, like, she'll realize, like, I don't know, I, I do think And he we'll gives her it. a real present instead of the fake present that they had as kids. Oh, good. That would be good. That'd be a good call. down the emotion here. Yeah, I, I do think it'll end with that. Um, like, it's going to be Christmassy, like, family, happy. Is there any way that the family comes to him? You don't get your farm in your yard if that happens. I know, I'd be disappointed, but... but like, do they go see does, the, the tree with Yelena? Does Laura show up, and does she... Kick does, some ass? Yeah. I don't. I would be stunned if that happened. I, if they could pack a lot into this episode, because I the thing going back to what we were talking about though, I don't think Young Avengers is coming so is that soon though, because we still don't have. Um, well, Wanda I think Kids. it's yeah, and I think Kate Bishop. I should have clarified. Is that's probably like Ant Man three? That's where we see her next, right? Yes, I think. So. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wait. Okay. So no. let's. So, huh? The. Here's what I'm thinking of the two, like, ending shots of this series. The one is the Eleanor getting arrested and us realizing, like, Kingpin's got is behind it and, like, saves her or whatever. The other, I believe, will be Clint giving the watch to Laura. And confirm, and he said, in calling her Mockingbird or something, and making like a little joke, and then it goes out, and it's like, oh, it it was like she is Mockingbird. Like that's don't I could see that totally happening, like a, just a casual little like he hands it over back to her, and he's like, and she goes like, oh, I remember this, and she looks on the the bottom of the watch, and it says like Mockingbird, some shit like that. Oh, be cool. I want that now. Why put I. We put so many things out there that we want to have happen. Because that's actually really dope. That That's the perfect way to do it. I mean, yeah, it would be cool if she showed up or, like, saved or whatever. But, no, I think that makes... That's a more further set up. We need a season two type situation of, like... Mm-hmm. Let's go. Because 
you can do the Hawkeye without it being a holiday show for a season two. Like, yeah, or did they go the route that like WandaVision's going, where the, the Agatha show that's coming out is essentially season two of WandaVision? You know what I mean? Like following up on that story. Is or it part or is of it that a thread? <laughs> Maybe it's a bit of both. It's a balancing act. I mean, because like if think about it, if we're getting an Agatha show, aren't we gonna want to know like what happened to her in Westview? Like when Wanda left? Like I feel like they'd have to address that. That's true. That's true. I don't know. But but will Agatha show up in Multiverse of Madness? She should. With reshoots still happening. Yeah, there's so that movie could literally like they could. A report could come out that they cast Michael Jordan, and it'd be like, "Oh wow!" Like, or like Magic John. Like, you could th- name any like random person in the world. If it came out that it's like, "Wow, George W. Bush is making a cameo in Doctor Strange," it's like the most random person would make like I would believe it at this point from the stuff I've heard. Um, how does let's uh, we're going into the finale. We'll wrap up with this. How is this rank? among Disney Plus projects for you. And if the finale, if you got a great finale in your mind, what could that do to catapult it up this list? Catapult, such good words. Um, okay. Honestly, if right now it's at a number two. What's been getting it to that number two spot over... So my number one is WandaVision to this mm-hmm. moment still. So... What's gotten it over Falcon and the Winter Soldier and What If and Loki is just, it's the show in itself. It's, it's been very surprising. It's been great. What's been further pushing it up is the, is the, just the talent that the character actors have that are playing this. The addition of Yelena in the past two episodes has just fully pushed it up even further. So if yeah. we nail the ending, if we get that emotional Christmas scene, we get all that stuff. Would not be surprised if it does go to number one simply because it's a more concise story. It doesn't have exactly the quicksilver of it all. It doesn't have uh, some of the you know we didn't really address the fact that she kept everybody hostage, all that kind of random stuff. Yeah, but the stuff that could have been of Wandavision. If this show nails everything it needs to nail in the finale, I would not be surprised if it's the, my favorite. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at because I have. Um... As time has gone on, Loki and WandaVision are on very, very similar levels to me. Loki's still a notch ahead because of Kang. If I'm being honest, that's really what did it for Loki. And I'm a big Tom Hiddleston guy. But wait, if, like you said, they nail this, if we get, if we get, if we get these three things, if we get the Mockingbird, Laura, Laura if we get to see Kingpin... And, and they land that, and if they handle the Yelena stuff well, I think it'll go to number one for me pretty easily. Like, that's, I, I really enjoy this show, and I hesitate to say this because it might sound... I think it's by far the most fun to rewatch out of all of them. Like, I, I enjoy watching it a couple of times a week, whereas WandaVision was super fun, but it's also tiring. And WandaVision, you're like theorizing to learn more, to find more, mm-hmm. to look for things. Here, you're watching to enjoy it again. 
Yeah, it's just I just think there's a lot of moments that are just really good in this show. And maybe I'm just like a basic bitch, but I, it's it's really nice to have like an event like one of the OG, like having Hawkeye, Clint Barton, Jeremy Renner, who's been there this whole time. Because no, no shots at Shang-Chi or Eternals or um, some of the Loki stuff, Falcon Winter Soldier. It's nice to have like an, like one of the five Avengers. Like, you know. It's it's nice to have that tie into 2012, and that just does a lot for me because I just care about just care about it more. Like the way it it's unbelievable how much better Hawkeye is as not just the show, but the show obviously, but just like the way Jeremy Renner's portrayed, the way they wrote wrote it. Then it's so much better than Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, who I like both of them. They made Hawkeye more interesting than Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Think about that. Like, ten times more interesting, Peter. That's crazy. Because you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think, going into this, that that was going to be the case. It's so much but, less to work with, right? Yeah. And I think this show really has, as you said, you know, it really has that connection to 2012. It has... Even the fact that this, this show, in a sense, is also a lot of its grieving Natasha in a way that's showing how it impacted him, how it's impacting the characters in a way that was necessary in a post-everything-that's-happened thing. And I think that, yes, a lot of Phase 4 has been the newer heroes, which they're trying to get us on board with, but this one feels like it just is what you want. It, I mean, Episode 3 was the one that had... It was just feel-good, traditional Marvel insanity going on, everything happening at once. And as you were talking, it reminded me if you look at the finales of WandaVision, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, Loki, and what's to come with this one, whereas Loki's finale was more very much setting up multiverse's situation, a lot of it was discussion of what's to come, yep. and that's what it was. And then you have Falcon, the Winter Soldier, which did a hell of a lot in one hour, and nailed some, didn't nail some. WandaVision had a couple standout moments in that finale, but it still felt a little not perfect ending so i think here we've got really a shot to do something that wraps the story but turns the page on what's next yeah and i i'm really looking forward to this episode very exciting time to be a marvel fan peter we got spider-man this weekend season finale of hawkeye next week um moon knight is going to be the first show of 2022 uh with oscar isaac um apparently there was some sort of disney plus like commercial or thing for all their new things and there was a new shot of moon knight in it i haven't seen it yet but apparently that's true um anything else on hawkeye before we wrap up today i don't think anybody will die in the finale yeah yeah that's my other assumptions. Uh, if anyone dies i think it would be i agree for the like main main characters but like the kazi is that his name the number two. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. He's the count, one. But, yeah. but I don't he, think he that counts, die. though. No, I don't think it counts either. <laughs> he, just, he could die. Quote, Doesn't Tyrion count. <laughs> um, oh. I think I'm so excited for this show. I wish it was here already, but I also don't want it to be here. But Because then it'll be done. It'll be done with this show. It's like, this one just disappeared like that. Why don't they make these shows like come out at Sunday at like 8? Like because Game of they Thrones get more did. viewers this way. I know, but it would be nice to, like, not have to watch it at midnight. 
I so like you watched it at midnight. midnight. I watched it at 3 a.m. because I was like, at that point in time, I was like, well, I'm awake. Might as well watch it now. Yeah. I'm Interesting. Free. But after this, you know, after Hawkeye, we go to a galaxy far, far away. Boba Fett. That is going to be so fun. I'm very excited for that. Um, I have actually done a fantastic job of not looking into the Boba Fett show that much. So it's going to be just a real surprise. And I'm looking forward to it. I will say the one rumor I saw today is that Han Solo is going to be in it. So I doubt that. But that is the rumor. Uh, Peter. Enjoy Spider-Man. You are seeing it today. You know, you're not going to spoil it for me because I'm seeing it tomorrow. You're going to tell me, though, and give me a vague text of whether I'll like it or not. I'm sure I will. Enjoy it. I mean, hell, we've been waiting for this for, what, over a year now? And it's here. And it is here. So with great power comes great responsibility, Peter. See, that you like how I did that with, like, because your name's Peter, too, Peter really, Parker. You did. You know, you're making up for that one episode where you just totally glossed over the fact that my name was yeah. Peter. So. Yeah. That, that you know, well we, we live, we learn. Um, this is episode 134 of the Pineapple Couch. Peter, thank you so much for joining. Always a fun time. All right. We'll see you guys next time. And wait, what was it? Oh, God bless.